This is the Come A Girl Daily Podcast, written by Stephanie Bond. August 4th, Thursday. Good morning, Marigold. It's Dr. Jarvis. He's whispering. But then again, it's very early in the morning because the hospital is quiet. At the sound of a click and a slight buzzing noise, I gathered he'd turned on a light above my bed. Marigold, I'm holding your right hand. Can you squeeze my fingers? I concentrated on his voice, could smell the lingering scent of shaving cream. Marigold, tell your brain to tell your fingers to move. I wondered if his hands were large or small, soft or calloused, warm or cool. I felt that, he said, his voice excited. I felt you move your finger. I'll be right back. Oh, thank God. Maybe some progress. He exited noisily, then came back with someone else, his words tumbling out. She squeezed my hand again. I need a witness so Dr. Tyson will believe me this time. What do I do? asked a woman whose voice I recognized as Gina. Take her right hand and be very still. Marigold, I need for you to move your fingers again, like before. I'm trying. Man, I'm trying. Anything? he asked. No, Gina said. He urged me several more times to move my fingers, but apparently I can't repeat my earlier feat. Thanks anyway, Gina, he said, his voice dragging. If it's any consolation, Dr. Tyson might not have taken my word for it either. She thinks both of us are being too hopeful. I didn't realize there was such a thing, Dr. Jarvis said dryly. Gina made a thoughtful noise. Dr. Tyson can be a little negative, but she's a good doctor, and I know she's taken an interest in Ms. Kemp's case. She's had to. Marigold is coma girl, the hospital's most popular patient. Maybe all the attention will convince the insurance company to reconsider approving the experimental drug. Maybe, he said. The door opened and closed. But from Dr. Jarvis's sigh, I realized he was still in the room. I heard the scratch of the curtain around my bed being closed and wondered if he was going to perform some kind of test on me. Then I heard the muted chirping of a Skype call being made. Had Dr. Jarvis decided to take advantage of the quiet to chat with his girlfriend? This is Dr. Oscar. A man's voice came from a device. It took me a few seconds to recognize the name as the neurosurgeon at Walter Reed Army Research Institute my brother Alex had mentioned to my parents. Dr. Jarvis had found a piece of paper where my mother had written the information. Dr. Oscar, good morning. This is Dr. Jarvis at Brady Hospital in Atlanta. I talked to your assistant yesterday. Yes, he gave me the message. I understand you're calling about the comatose patient Dr. Tyson is treating. Th that's correct. I understand the patient's insurance denied the claim for the experimental cocktail. Yes, sir, but we filed an appeal. The man made a thoughtful noise. 
That's a long shot, unless the hospital board is behind you. We're optimistic, Dr. Jarvis said, then cleared his throat. I wanted to talk to you about the treatment protocol, so once we receive approval, we can administer the cocktail as soon as possible. I already briefed Dr. Tyson. My apologies, sir. Dr. Tyson asked me to step in, and considering what's on the line, I wanted to get the information directly from you. All right, then. For my own information, I'd like to see the patient's updated Glasgow stats. I'm with the patient now, Dr. Jarvis said. I can give them to you real time. I'm ready, Dr. Oscar said. I listened as Dr. Jarvis moved around my bed, checking and reciting my vitals in response to the neurosurgeon's questions. When the remote doctor asked if I responded to commands, Dr. Jarvis didn't hesitate. Yes, the patient moves her fingers when I ask her to. Pupils? The pupils are dilating. He didn't add sluggishly. The pupil dilation and response to commands shows improvement. I'll work up a new protocol. Shall I email it to Dr. Tyson? Uh, no, Dr. Jarvis said quickly. Send it directly to me. While he gave the doctor his private contact information, I was smiling inside. Dr. Jarvis was going rogue! Hi, this is Stephanie Bond. When I wrote The Coma Girl Story, it was a Hail Mary experiment to see if listeners and readers would respond to the daily serial format. And you have. Thank you for your support. You're the reason I keep writing. Come back tomorrow for another daily episode of Coma Girl.